0: hey y'all pink lady here i use she her pronouns and i am so excited to talk more about myself in this third part of podcasting is a new kink where i'm sharing more of myself (laughs) today we're going to be talking about my religious upbringing and how that started my spiritual journey We're going to talk about how I dealt with trauma, healing, and meeting my life coach and becoming the spiritual me. Um, And I wanted to leave this topic for last because this journey really encompasses all of the other journeys that I talked about and I'm so excited to share it with you today. So let's do it. So I grew up in a very religious household. Um, I lived, for the most part, with my mom and my brother, but I also lived with my grandmother and my aunt, one of my aunts. And they were all very religious. They were all brought up in the church. Uh, My grandmother was a minister. My mom was very involved in the church. They were just very Christian very religious. So in episode 15, I talked a little bit about growing up in church, but I spoke from the perspective I have now. When I was younger, I really enjoyed church. (laughs) I loved being involved. Like in that episode, episode 15, I talk about how we went to church. Like I was in church literally every day, but I still enjoyed it. I had no problem going to church. I loved cleaning. I loved singing in the choir. I liked just being involved in the church. Like it was just really fun for me. I didn't actually stop enjoying going to church until high school. (laughs) I became a very rebellious teenager in high school and a lot of things changed for me. So during that time, I remember hearing a lot about The separation of church and state, right? So there's separation of church and schools, separation of church and everything, pretty much, right? Like, church is church, and all the religious stuff you do at church and pray and all of that stuff is only at church, and everything else you keep separate, right? So I remember thinking, like, I'm gonna have to keep all these different parts of my life separate. Like, there's no way I'm gonna be able to intertwine any of these different parts of my life because number one, I was Christian and I was heavy in the church, right? As I said, I was very involved, but I was also an artist and in school I was like really interested in learning about drama and theater and I was always around queer people. (laughs) Y'all know if you're in... (laughs) the theater industry or pretty much any entertainment industry nowadays full of queers okay and that's not a complaint it's just that's what it is you know it's full of us (laughs) Uh, in episode 16 where I'm talking about my entrepreneurship journey I talk a little bit about the schools I went to I was in performing arts schools my entire life (laughs) middle school and high school so I was around the community okay um There were lots of people that were still in the closet (laughs) that are no longer in the closet now. But back then, lots of my friends were in the closet. But the point is, like, I was around a lot of queer people and I was in these communities with lots of queer people. So it was really confusing for me. It was just really confusing how this one part of my life I'm, you know, being taught one thing. And then in other parts of my life, I'm being taught pretty much the opposite. Super confusing. I remember having conversations with elders in my church and like my aunts and uncles, elders in my family. And they would always tell me like, no, you got to twist it. It got to be church all the time. Like your religion doesn't leave you just because you go to school or you go to these other places, right? Like, This is it. This is number one, you know, and then, you know, you're supposed to hold your elders on a high pedestal, basically. Right. You're supposed to look up to them and listen to them and not question them. And if you have any questions or if you have any issues or anything that's not sitting right with you, then, you know, you just pray about it. You don't necessarily deal with any of your issues. You know, you just give them up to God and you'll be all right. Pray about it. And then there's a Bible verse for literally everything, right? Everything that they're saying. They had a Bible verse to back everything up. <laughs> um, Some that come to mind is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 5 through 7. In the same way, you, who are younger, submit yourselves to your elders. All of you, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another. God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Like, that was a song we sang, right? Cast all your cares upon him. But I was just super confused. All of this to me was just hella confusing because I remember thinking, like, the stuff you're preaching in church is literally the opposite of what I'm learning in school and, you know, what I plan for my future. In school, I'm learning to be accepting, right, and, and mindful of other people, right? I plan to go into the theater industry, so I knew I was going to be around a lot, you know, more people in the community, a lot of queers, LGBTQIA+. I just knew, like, I'm going to be around this community, but in church, I'm learning that they are wrong, and I just, what the fuck? I don't know, <laughs> Right. So all of that confusion just made me dig deeper because I'm just like, this, this can't be right. I cannot be just feeling like this conflicted all the damn time. I started questioning different things about my religion and you know what I was supposed to be doing as a Christian woman. And it started a complete new journey of self-discovery. So now, right now, I know that everything that I learned in church isn't necessarily correct. (laughs) You know, now I know that it's all about your perspective. Your perspective is like how you view the world. So, how you interpret the Bible has a lot to do with that. Right. And then, like, let's just keep it real the Bible has its flaws. Right. It's not this miraculous object that, you know, just appeared to us fully written. No, it was put together by human beings, right? So to me, I see it more as like a history book. We know how history books are written, right? We know who writes the history books that most of us have to learn from, right? Or are taught from, right? So that's just, that's how I see the Bible. Full of flaws, Written by human hands, so we know it's riddled with errors. It's just that, right? Something else I came to realize is that God lives in us. That is like one of the first things that I ever learned is that God is in me, right? So if God is in me, how can anything be wrong with me? God is perfect, right? So if God is perfect and God is in me, Therefore, I am perfect. I was made this way for many reasons. (laughs) I am perfect the way I am. And just because you are confused about your identity, your sexuality, or whatever's going on with you, it doesn't mean that I am. (laughs) It doesn't mean that anybody else outside of you is. Stop putting your shit on other people, period. (laughs) Now, these are, you know, this is how I feel now, right? But before I got to this point, I had to go through all the stuff to learn this, right? So before I got to this conclusion, one thing that was holding me back was my trauma. I was not dealing with anything something that I don't talk about. I have not talked about. I'm not really ready to talk about it yet, but, um, I was sexually abused at a young age and I just pushed it down. Right. Cause that's what I was supposed to do with anything else, any of my trauma, anything else that I had questions about, anything else I didn't like, I was supposed to just, you know, let it go, give it to God. Right. But in my head, that just meant push it down, (laughs) right? Because I couldn't let it go because I hadn't dealt with it yet. So instead of dealing with it, I'm just pushing it down, just suppressing everything, just not worrying about it, not thinking about it. Fuck it, right? Disassociate. Go with the flow. Live life as it comes. Don't prepare. Just do. That's what I was doing. I was just doing, you know, keeping myself busy. Hey y'all, Pink Lady here. I'm a podcast producer, director, coach, and host. And I want to tell you all about my production company, Pink Lady Productions. We collaborate with creatives like you, who are driven to share your message by launching your podcast from A to Z. In coaching you through the process. To learn more about our services, check out our website at pinkladyprod.com. That's P I N K L A D Y P R O D.com. In episode 16, I also talk about why one of the reasons I was very busy is because, you know, that was kind of my idea of success, right? Was to be involved, was to be in stuff, was to be always doing something. But, you know, the deeper reason was that I wasn't dealing with my shit (laughs) and I just wanted to be busy to keep my mind off of things. Because when I was alone and I wasn't you know, into something to keep my mind off of what I had gone through, I was thinking about it. And I had butterflies in my stomach. I would feel gross. I would get sweaty. I would, like, have a freaking panic attack because I wasn't dealing with my shit. So, like, even when I was alone, I would keep the TV on. I would have music playing. At this point in my life, I watched a lot of porn and I masturbated a lot. <laughs> I drank a lot of alcohol. I did a lot of partying. I don't even like partying. I didn't even really like it then, but it kept me busy. So fuck it. I had jobs. I always had jobs. I was working in episode 16. i talk about that too. I worked a full-time job and I always had some type of part-time Or project something, contract something. I was always busy. I had to keep myself busy. If it wasn't things that I was doing, then it was people. I was, you know, talking and getting to know all these different people. Y'all, I was pimping, okay? (laughs) Play it, play it, right? It's just people to keep me busy. Relationships, sex, talking, whatever, just keep me busy. I don't even care what it is. And if I'm really being honest, I did not start dealing with my trauma until I started smoking cannabis. I started smoking cannabis in college. It was legal in D.C. (laughs) Wasn't legal in Jersey back then, but it was legal in D.C. It really helped me stop caring about the things that just really didn't matter and start caring about the things that really did. It helped me be more selfish, but like in a good way, right? (laughs) Like the selfish where I'm creating boundaries for myself and standing up for myself. It really just unlocked something in me that I feel like changed my whole perspective on like everything. It just completely changed my world. (laughs) And it pushed me to question everything. Like, first of all, why had I never smoked cannabis before? Like, why? (laughs) Well, I know why. It's because I had a bias against it. I felt like weed, you know, that's what we called it growing up. Weed was for the hood, right? It was for gangsters and pimps and drug addicts and prostitutes and just niggas in the hood that wasn't going nowhere right? That's what I was taught to believe about weed. But let me tell you, (laughs) my perspective has completely changed since then. And that was around the same time that my cousin came out. I talked about that in episode 15, my sexuality journey. So I was already having this like sexuality and identity revolution, right? And now, y'all gonna drop weed on me? Like, what? (laughs) Revolution is like the perfect word in my head because every, all the thoughts that I had before, like these new thoughts came in and just kicked they asses out. (laughs) Like, you ain't about to be thinking like that no more. We unlocking all these thoughts and y'all, All these biases, you got to go. So I didn't know it then, but cannabis actually became part of my spiritual practice. And I don't care what you think about that, it is still a part of my spiritual practice. (laughs) But the point is, like, this was a real turning point in my life. Those were some really big turning points in my life. And, well, speaking of another big turning point of my life, Then COVID. (laughs) COVID made everything slow down. It made me stop and be with myself. And all those thoughts came back, right? (laughs) All those thoughts that I was running away from, I had to stop. And they all just caught up with me. So I had to make some changes, right? Right? All this shit caught up with me. I couldn't push it down anymore. I'm like, okay, well, we're here. Got to deal with the shit. What can I do? First thing I did was I got back into yoga. So the first time I tried yoga, I was at a cheer camp in Hawaii, and it was like the best thing ever. (laughs) It was so relaxing, yet it was still a tough workout, right? And I really loved. The like opposition in that, right? So I started doing yoga every day and I did it outside so that I could get back into nature and just like feeling the wind and breathing in the outdoor air, right? And just getting back into nature. Something else I did was I moved out. When COVID first started back in 2020, I was still living at home with my mom, my brother. His partner and their four kids. Now I love my family. I love my nieces and nephews. I love my mama. I love, my bro- I love every. I love my family, right? But that was not a good situation for me to be in while I was dealing with all of my shit. So I had to go, <laughs> and that was actually a crazy ass leap for me because I got laid off. I was not making money in the same way. But, you know, I just had to take the leap. Fuck it. We out. <laughs> I lived in a few different places. Um, I moved to Brooklyn. I was in Montclair, New Jersey. I was just a little all over the place, right? And then I met my current partner. Now, episode 17 is an interview with my partner where we talk about how we met and, you know, how our relationship really got started and some of the things we had to go through and all of that good stuff. So if you're really interested in that, go check it out. But meeting him, I just I just knew I had to heal. Right. I knew I didn't want to bring my shit into a new relationship and dump it all on him. I wanted to deal with my shit and be okay, at least be on, you know, <laughs> a journey to healing, at least have made some progress and then bring him into my world. That was my idea. So I hired a life coach. And let me tell you, it was like I pressed fast forward on healing. <laughs> that was really a a great introduction to spirituality outside of religion i started to learn about chakras uh energy bodies birth charts uh astrology gems and crystals grounding like everything that i used to think was like of the devil you know cuz that's what religion says any of these practices are not of God, right? So they're of the devil. And most of them are ancient, right? They predate religion, but we know religion just comes in and says, fuck everything. You got to do this. You got to be like this. So for me, it was just like really getting back into myself. It really felt like coming home. Like I wasn't learning anything new. I was just being reminded of these things. And that just felt really good. Like it it really aligned with me and I'm so much better for it. (laughs) And I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm still getting into different parts of spirituality. I just started to think about getting into tarot and maybe buying a deck and, you know, going that route. We'll see. Who knows? It's all about now what aligns with me. Growing up, it was really all about what people told me, right? But now it's more about what feels good to me, what aligns with me, what feels like coming home. So thank you so much for listening. This is going to be the last episode of this series. But don't worry, we will definitely be back. The next thing we're going to be talking about is going to be, is actually going to be another review. We're going to be reviewing FX's Kindred, which is one of my favorite books as a kid. And I, I'm very excited to talk to you about it. So stay tuned. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, comments, concerns about anything I talked about on this episode, you can DM me on Instagram at Prod. That's P-I-N-K. L-A-D-Y P-R-O-D or you can email me at jasmine at pinkladyprod.com Jasmine is spelled J-A-S-M-I-N-E If you want more info about Pink Lady Productions or me, you can visit our website at pinkladyprod.com Subscribe to Podcasting is the new king for updates on new episodes and please feel free to share it. Also, please rate and review the show. Peace.